Good morning, good morning. This is One Minute Mitzvah, Brenda Shoshanik, back with another episode for our One Minute Mitzvah program. And to begin, I always begin the same way, very important to be clear that a mitzvah is not necessarily simply a good deed. We think it is, and that's why we fight it. We don't want to do it. (laughs) But a mitzvah is a form through which divine energy, healing energy, loving energy is channeled into our so-called material world. So-called. It's a channel through which we open up our mind, our heart, our eyes. It's, it's a dewdrop, a practice, a gift. It's a gift to us, it's a gift to others, and it's very simple. The reason I say one-minute mitzvahs is because many, many mitzvahs can be done in one minute. One minute, everything can turn around, boom, from suffering to sweetness in one moment. So the first step, the very first step of this great undertaking, and it is a great undertaking, to turn from suffering to sweetness, great undertaking. The very first step in this undertaking is to know what these mitzvahs are. Again, there's so much confusion about what they are and what they're not. Some people are astonished to learn what a mitzvah is. Astonished at how plain, how simple, how doable, how easy they are, how inevitable they are when we are right-minded, when we are focused. And that's another big purpose of the mitzvahs. It is to focus us on that which is healing, that which is real, that which is meaningful and important in our lives. You know, when we're lost in imagination, fantasy, dreams, hopes, when our mind starts rolling over us like waves, it can be very easy to get lost, confused, bewildered, and we grab for this or that understanding of what's happening. And so often what we grab at are just more confusion, beliefs, conditioning, Then we get even more lost and more off balance. So the function of a mitzvah at a moment like that, especially a one-minute mitzvah, the function of it at a moment like that is to break through. Boom. Just break through that mass of confusion and pain and not knowingness that we are surrounding ourselves with by believing in all the crazy stories of our mind. Mitzvahs come as an instruction. They're instructions, simple instructions. And as we do them, without looking for an immediate response, just do them, we're astonished to see how good we feel and how wonderful it is for others as well. So this podcast has presented some very simple down-to-earth mitzvahs, which they basically all are. They're just versions. They're all versions of one truth, love each other, take care of each other, love your neighbor as yourself. If you could really do that, no more pain and suffering, everything accomplished. But we don't know who our neighbor is, we don't know who we are, we have no idea what love is, none at all. We think it's a feeling that flows and then goes away, not at all, not at all, especially according to the mitzvahs. You know, there's a beautiful poem, a feeling that is here one moment and gone the next cannot be called love. And the mitzvahs will testify to that. 
because they're deeds of love. They're actions mostly, not all. They're, they're actually all of them, even though they're mental actions. But they're, they're, they're actions to take so that we can take them under all conditions. It doesn't matter if we're feeling a momentary feeling of love. That's irrelevant. We just do what is what we're being guided to do, and the love will follow. We may not feel it, but we may see it. It may appear in different ways. But these are deeds of love, of care, of protection, of honoring life, of honoring one another. Honoring life, of course, is a huge, huge mitzvah. And we could do 10 podcasts on that, and we will. But let's, for the one for today, the one for today, at the end of this Passover season, it's a very profound mitzvah that I personally grappled with myself in confusion for many years. And it is pray constantly, constantly. Now, how is that even possible? And what does it mean to pray? And what does constantly mean? You see, we're very clear. We look at each part of the mitzvah very carefully. When you say constantly, it means be constant. It doesn't mean every single second. And if you don't do something right, then punish yourself terribly. Not at all. Not at all. It means be steady be constant. It makes room. There's room for falling off the path. Everybody falls off the path. It's inevitable. This is not a sin to fall off the path. Forget that. That's confusion. Doesn't mean you have to beat yourself or someone else up because they fell off the path. Not at all. Not at all. That's not part of it. Just pick yourself up and do it again. That's all. All the rest of it's a waste of time. Why waste time beating yourself up when you can be actually focusing on the mitzvah, which will be helpful and healing? Waste of time. So pray. Again, we want to look at that. What does it mean to pray? Does it mean just to beg the Hashem or God or Spirit for what we want and need? Is that a prayer? It's part of it in in. in According to that tradition, to the Jewish tradition, it is part of it. We pray for our needs, of course. We ask for them. And by asking and praying for it, we're just getting in touch with it. We're getting in touch with one part of ourselves that feels it has many, many needs that are unfulfilled. However, when we do the mitzvahs, the mitzvahs fulfill every need. So that is, in a sense, such an illusion. Oh my God, look at me. I have so many needs that are unfulfilled and I have to beg for them to constantly be fulfilled. Very dangerous way of looking at life because we are being fulfilled moment by moment, breath by breath, day by day, hour by hour, and we don't even feel it. We don't recognize it because we're dwelling on a feeling I'm unfulfilled or God isn't good to me or the world is terrible, and therefore I have to pray to correct everything. No. Pray constantly can be looked at differently. It can be praise constantly. Turn your consciousness to the oneness. Listen deeply to the deeper truth. Be a vessel for kindness, for goodness, for honesty. That's what it means. Pray 
we could say that our life itself is our prayer. Our deeds are our prayer. Pray rather than beg for yourself. Tune in. Tune in to the constant gifts you're being given. Endlessly, endlessly, breath by breath, and give thanks for that. Praise for that. And the consciousness, your consciousness, will begin to turn around. What you focus on inevitably, inevitably increases and grows stronger. If you focus and dwell upon what you lack, it will become more acute and intense in your life. If you focus upon what you've been given and give thanks for it and praise for it, it will grow more obvious, more prominent, and more intense in your life. How do we pray? That's a very profound question and exploration. You see, everything in the midst of matters, and we don't take it lightly, and we don't take it in a casual way, in a conditioned manner. Oh, I pray, I say this, I did my prayer, it's done, I'm a good girl, I'm a good boy, and I'll move on and be worried all the rest of the day till the next time for prayer comes. That's not it. Your life is your prayer. What constantly means all day long, look for the beauty, look for the goodness that God is giving and has given and will continue to give forever. Watch that, look for that. You know, we can look for horrible things or we can look for wonderful things. We can be, by look for it, I mean be receptive to it, be awake to it, be focused on that. What you're focusing on is what you will see and what you will attract. There's no question about it. Are you focusing upon misery and then begging God to take it away? Are you behaving toward others in a way that causes misery? As we give, so we receive. When you're looking only for the good, when you're knowing that that is with you and that is who you actually are, and looking for, for, no, to recognize it, to express it, the mitzvahs express the good, the gift, the beauty inside of you. They share it with others. That's the whole point of mitzvahs, is to share it. To share it, to put it into the world, to be a light. To be the light that you already are. You know, a very, very important mitzvah and teaching is choose life. L-I-F-E. It doesn't, it means choose that which is positive, constructive, that which is healing, Says, I give you a choice between life and death. Choose life. Choose God. You could call the great abundance and beauty of life an expression of God. Choose that. Don't choose that which is destructive, cruel, painful. So that choice, that's a very important part of the mitzvah of pray constantly. The fact that we have a choice. What does that even mean? It means turn your attention around. 
Now, I'm not talking here about denying the pain or repressing it or ignoring it. You can notice it. You must notice it. We all notice it. But don't dwell on it. See it for what it really is. See where the real power of life lies. It doesn't lie in the negative, destructive aspects. It lies in the breath of God. That's what the mitzvah tells us. In the beauty and the power of God. And maybe we have the other aspects of life so we can choose and see what we see more vividly. You know, without, without dark, we don't see light. We don't appreciate light. If it's dark all the time, it's just dark. Or if it's light all the time, we don't. We take it for granted. We don't appreciate it. This is a world of light and dark, duality, good and bad, beautiful and seemingly ugly. But to get caught in that duality and those polarities is dangerous. It's just there so we can appreciate the light even more when we don't see it. So the mitzvahs come to us to evoke the light. When we're in the middle of depression, pray constantly. Turn your attention toward, to the beauty, to the goodness. Turn your attention to God, to spirit, whatever word you want to use. Some people have a problem with one word or another, but you know, we're not looking for a word. We're looking, the words here are just like little guideposts along the path. Ultimately, what we really have when we do the mitzvahs consistently, constantly, we have an experience of the divine, a direct experience of the goodness and the beauty and the value of life, of all life, not one being left out, nothing, nothing judged, nothing rejected, nothing left out, including I was sitting this morning and I saw this supposedly dead leaf flow, fly by my, the window. But it was so beautiful. I just saw it with different eyes. I saw its beauty. It, was being, it flew by in the wind like a little gift for me. And I was so moved by its grace and the form. So who's saying that's a dead leaf? Those are just words that we put on phenomena. Praise gave praise for that beautiful leaf and just seeing it as so beautiful, just receiving it, letting it touch me so deeply, that's really a moment of honoring life, all of life. So if we see a little leaf flying by, if it's a little, but if we see a leaf flying by like that, what about a human being? What about the big world we're living in? So complicated, it seems. So the mitzvah tells us, pray constantly. Keep your mind stayed on God. And God will direct the footsteps of your path. That is true. That is the practice. All the mitzvahs come to show us how to do that. Keep your mind stayed on God constantly, all the time. At the beginning, it may seem impossible, but we build up muscles little by little, day by day. And if we know a mitzvah only takes a minute, then it's easier to learn the mitzvahs, to know what they are, and to do them. 
<laughs> like we had one mitzvah in the beginning of this series. Judge everyone favorably. That was, that's a one-minute mitzvah. It takes a minute. The minute you see yourself having a negative thought or judgment about yourself or someone else, immediately stop it and look for something favorable about them or yourself. Judge them. I don't mean judge. It's not like condemn them, but see them favorably. See yourself favorably. That takes a minute. Just a minute. But if you're alert to it, you're awake to it, you learn what a few of these are. You don't want to overwhelm yourself either. It could be too much. We can get pretty overwhelmed and become obsessed with it. That's not the point of this at all. Even to take one or two and do them constantly all day long will change your life and the life of your family, your friends, and the world around you. Just, just even one or two. Even just that one. Judge everyone favorably. When you... If you just do that all day long, you are keeping your mind stayed on God. It's, and you, <laughs> believe me, your life will change. So you don't have to become a great scholar. It's nice if you want to, that's fine, but it's not the point. The point is to actually do the mitzvahs. Of course, you have to study them to know what they are, learn about them a little bit anyway. But then let's, let's right away jump in and do them. It's the action that's going to produce the, the result, the change. Even studying is very important to learn because you're thinking about it. Your mind is on God then. Your mind is learning. Your mind is away from the, ru- the rubble of negativity that lives within us. Mitzvahs are cleansing. They're healing. They're beautiful. And I'm honored and delighted to be here with you today. As we passing the end of Passover, passing through dangerous, difficult, painful times. But it's only the beginning because they say when Passover is over, when we pass through these dangerous times, escaping from Egypt, which refers to escaping from confusion, from darkness, from whatever held us in bondage, then we enter the wilderness and many do feel they're in the wilderness now. And, and, and that's not a bad thing to be in the wilderness when all our normal anchors are removed. That's when we can connect with God most deeply because we're not obsessing and focusing on everything else around us. So let's use this wilderness experience that we're having to turn our attention to the divine. And, of course, the mitzvahs are a way of grounding it in your life and your relationships with others and making it real. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening for today. The, um, the website for this podcast is theonetent.com. I welcome any comments or questions or anything you might want to say or ask me. You can reach me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. And I send blessings and love to all. Bye-bye.